0: I'm Jess. Hi, I'm Heidi. We have 30 years combined experience in the beauty industry that we wanna share with you. We want to help you build a strong foundation for a better beauty
1: business. So today I really wanted to talk about this new trend I've been seeing. And it's just very interesting to me. And I know that COVID and the shutdowns and stuff have really pushed a lot of these things to happen and things to change. But I've noticed a lot of people wanting to do um, home-based businesses Mm -hmm. or travel businesses. Mm -hmm. And then even our marketing um, people and website design company, they did a whole bunch of research and found that the amount of people who want, who are looking up how to start a nail salon Mm -hmm. or, and I think a lot of them want to do it out of their home. Yes. Um, I'm just wondering, I mean, do you think a lot of doing nails, people are like, well, I can just do nails. And if I can just do it out of my house, I'll be guaranteed a job during shutdown.
0: Probably. I mean, really. You're not furlough. Except you're not, you're not guaranteed guaranteed a job during shutdown because those people aren't supposed to be at your right. home.
1: And we were the only ones. We're actually still the only ones other than restaurants, but there's, their restrictions have been lifted. We're only, the only industry, beauty, personal care services mm-hmm. that are still under the exact same restrictions we were May 1st. Uh, in Wyoming, yeah. So I just wonder, looking at all of this.
0: Because if they think that they're going to be able to skip the whole... I do it in my house so I can just sneak people in. Well, but That's- I wonder
1: if part of it, though, I and there's probably a lot of you out there who if you were working somewhere, it was shut down, and maybe you didn't own the place, but maybe you know, or if you did, you still had to pay rent. So yeah. I'm wondering if a lot of people are doing it because then they go, well, I don't have to pay rent. Mm-hmm. I'm already I at my house. And so mm-hmm. if I am shut down, I just don't work, but I don't have to pay this extra rent and everything right. is already here and I'm already paying these one bills And I just wonder what the thought process is in that, like, are you more concerned that you would just have to pay these bills, but are you taking into consideration that you never get to leave work?
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess that, and some of that can depend on whether you add on to your house to build on a salon. Because I've known a couple people who've like, you know, or done it in the back of their right. garage and made it just like a separate room where right. they have a, you know, you have your separate entrance and a separate toilet and But all then that everyone stuff. knows where you live. But yeah, but <laughs> that's just it. Like you have to be comfortable with your clients, clients knowing where you live.
1: Yes, and the other thing that I think a lot of people don't think about is... There is a tax, it's called a capital gains tax, Mm -hmm. that when you sell your home and you have a business in it, you do have to pay a capital gains tax Mm -hmm. because you are also selling a business. Yep. And even if the person who's buying your house isn't buying your business, because you have written off for years a portion of your home to a business, you will have to pay a capital gains tax on that. Yep. So you just need to look at in the long run, is this something you're doing just out of fear? Yeah. And out of, oh my gosh, maybe this will be the best way because I just don't want to have to pay a $1,000 rent if we shut
0: down again. And there are some people who enjoy working out of their home. Yes. And I think that that's great if it's something that you really enjoy.
1: We've just really seen a huge a rise huge, in yeah, questions and, about it.
0: And it is. It's that's taken a huge rise. And I, and I think it is more based on fear and worrying about having to pay rent when you aren't actually making any money. And, well,
1: and I wonder if part of it too with the kids... You know, a lot of places having to be homeschooled or at mm-hmm. least do online virtual. Mm-hmm. If people are just, that's the solution. Like, I'll just work out of my home. My kids are here. Between clients, I can go pop in and check on them. They're not home alone. I mean, is this the solution we're coming up with to fix well, and, this but issue? They, you
0: have to understand, like, and I don't know what it is like overseas, but, right. um, and in other countries, but. I do believe a
1: lot of them went back to school.
0: Well, I'm sure they did, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, for them to own a, to, for them to open a salon in their home. Oh, yes. I, we really only know the rules based in Wyoming, and they right. actually make it pretty damn difficult to have a salon in your home. Right. Um, but so in order to do that, this isn't just something where you can be like, oh, I have a spare room. I'm just going to have people. Yeah. Like,
1: you don't that want wasn't... people in and out of your house. Like you have well, to it build. Doesn't,
0: it doesn't matter in the state of Wyoming. You can't, you have to have a separate entrance and exit. There has to be a separate bathroom that is not, that is not accessed by people in your home. Right. It has to be separate from your house. It can be connected to your home, but it has to be separate from your
1: home. Exactly.
0: So I don't know what other states are like, and I have no idea what other countries are like, but you do have to take into account that if you can just use a spare bedroom, do you want people traipsing through your home?
1: Right. And I really think you need to evaluate the reasoning behind wanting to do this because to turn your something into a salon is still going to cost you money. Oh yes. And is this really something that's going to be effective? I mean, really are a lot of your clients going to want to come to your home? Mm-hmm. Are they going to feel comfortable being at your house getting a facial or a wax? Mm-hmm. I know, I think the more successful people who, or the people who find more success in it cut hair. Right. Or are stylists. Mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of nail tax but maybe a lot no, of, there's actually quite a few are there' quite a few but I know I don't, I don't see know a lot that of people there waxing. Are here right
0: but they're they're I mean and especially now they're popping up everywhere all yes. over the but I've seen that groups.
1: and I've seen that question a lot where people are like you know I've just I'm really scared I don't want to go back because what I, of all these regulations so if I just open up my own we don't have to do all this other stuff I'll just be in my own salon in my own home But I really, really think that we, you know, on last or a couple weeks ago, we talked about like really connecting with everybody in the industry. I worry a little if everybody starts opening things in their own garage that we are very disconnected again. That's
0: very isolationist. Yes.
1: And now they just come to your home. You're never actually part of anything. You might run into someone at the salon store, but you are literally working and living in one space.
0: Which I think for some people is something they need to do. And I think that that's great. People who work out of their homes, there's nothing wrong with. No, no, I'm not saying that. But I, but I do believe, you know, when you're usually, when you're in this industry, it's because you're people oriented.
1: Yes. You're a social person. You want to be around people. So it's going to be,
0: it's going to be kind of strange to never leave your home. Right. And I also think it depends on where you are in your life. Right. So, if you have small children, right? Um, I, you know, well, So, for, let's just, for example, for myself, it is not something that I could do. I could not work oh out of my home. Now, I can do things in my home um, for work, right? But I do not want I, a. I don't want my clients all knowing where I live.
1: No, and I do think it depends on who or where you live. In a very small town, everyone probably already knows where you live.
0: Well, I mean, and we live in a small enough town, like a lot of people know where my house is. Right. But to actually be like, here's my address, come over. Right. Takes a lot of that um, separation between work and personal right out because if they feel that they can just stop by your house like you have to create some serious boundaries like right. you can't just come by my house during the day and be like oh well i thought i would just stop by and see if you could fix this nail
1: right or i just needed some product you happen to have any right and you're like out playing in the backyard with your children in the sprinkler right. and they're like well i just needed this really quick right so because how- they assume
0: you just are open all of the right. time so these are you know you do have to run it like a completely separate entity of your home. Right. But also, um, I am pretty sure that I would be one of those people who would be like, oh, I can just wear, you know, because like, I sit behind a table all day. Right. So I'm just going to wear my pajama bottoms and my slippers because no one can see that. Right. And I'll just wear like, you know, a, a decent T-shirt and I'll be fine and go to, you know, go to work in my jammies every day, which I really truly believe um, emotionally and even spiritually closes you it really hurts you it depresses you it yeah. depresses it depresses your and i do believe it depresses your immune system it depresses your spirituality yeah. it does not allow you to leave your home and be someone and feel like people are looking at you like you are important or right. i mean just being out side out around other people that humans are not made to be isolated from one another
1: well and honestly Heidi and I rent this spot just the two of us Mm -hmm. and I walk in here and there's days where I'm here by myself or Mm -hmm. Heidi walks in and she's here by herself and I still walk in and I'm like this we built this yes like to me this is like this is something that we built and this is my shop and it's amazing and we did this and look how beautiful it is.
0: Well and I'm not saying you can't feel that in your home. Yes, depending but, on you know, how things are ex- done. But, but if but I, it was
1: at my for me too, if I was at home I'd be like, eh, whatever. Oh, let me go clean. Oh, you know, and but I would never feel like I left work and it would be very, I already have a hard time disconnecting.
0: Either that or I or, or I would never feel like I left home so I would be overly comfortable and less yeah. professional.
1: Right. And that is
0: also not a way you should be. Like yeah. you should not wear your slippers to work. It's just right. not something you should well, do.
1: And with waxing, honestly, I don't need, I have no issue seeing naked people. I wax men, I wax women, I wax everybody. I have no issue. I just, I don't know that I need a whole bunch of naked people in my home. Because I feel that keeping something like what I do really in a professional building, you don't get the weird calls. Oh, yeah, because you will get weird calls. Like,
0: I would never be a massage therapist in my home because people would be like... Because you get the weird calls. Asking you weird, to do weird things. Well, and and
1: I know a couple traveling massage therapists, and they said they did have some issues. Like, they've had to weed out people.
0: Yeah, you're not a prostitute.
1: Right. And that's where... I'm like, when people are like, oh, it's at your home. And I'm like, "Mm, you know what? We're just going to keep it in a salon. And so I just want you to reevaluate and really think about why you're doing it. Because for some of you, it's going to work so amazing. But realistically, did you get into this industry? And if you're younger Mm. and you don't have children and you're just like, did you get into this industry to just sit in a room and not learn from anybody?
0: Well, and you have to understand, most people who decide to do this out of their home already have a clientele base
1: yes they just move to their home because they're like you know it's just easier to be at home right
0: or you know or they're afraid or i mean right. so really evaluating this but starting very first starting out i do not recommend you do it out of your home because it is going to be extremely hard right for you to get clients
1: well because you won't honestly you won't You get
0: walk-ins for sure
1: well and you do have to have a clientele base because then they already know you're professional yes because people are like, oh, you're at your house?
0: Yeah, like, that's weird.
1: Like, before lashes became um, something you had to be certified for in under, like, an esthetician or cosmetology license here in Wyoming, I heard, and I'd see it all the time on the Classifieds on Facebook, these people, I'll do a full set for 20 bucks on my couch. And you'd go to like this lady's couch and... you don't know
0: how clean her house
1: is. Well, and what is she using? You know, just like we talked about last yeah. week with product. What is she using? You so just don't know. So just make sure that you're really thinking, you guys, about why you're doing it and really... And make if, sure it's really she-
0: something that you want to do. Yeah. Like you in your heart know this is something that you want to do. And well, you're and- not making a knee-jerk reaction yeah. to a situation that has happened in your life. Right. Where you're like, you know what? I'm just going to do this because ultimately if it if your heart is not in right. it if it's not something that you know that you will love to do right. and that you'll love to do out of your home right. you are not going to love it and you're going to end up hating it right. you're going to end up hating your home right. you're going to end up hating your clients you're well, going to you know you're and, just going to be like I'm done now yep. I don't want to do this anymore
1: so really what I would like you know what I really challenge you to do for this week is get out a piece of paper if this is you and you're like mm-hmm. I'm going to do it at my home Pros and cons. Exactly. You need to write exactly what all your pros are and then the cons. And then, really, when you look at that list, you're going to be like, okay, the reason some and find of you might go. Reason. Yeah, you might be like, my why is this. Once you mm-hmm. look through it, you're, the pros are I can be at home, blah, blah, blah. But the cons are I don't get to really work with people. I'm not getting these, you know, getting out of the house. I'm not, I'm wearing pajama pants every day. Mm-hmm. That's not usually a pro. Right. In a professional
0: setting. Exactly.
1: So I really challenge you guys to do that. And then the next thing we've noticed a lot of too is... <laughs> the traveling thing. The traveling. Massage therapists do it all the time.
0: They do. They and do.
1: But they have a bed and maybe a little, you know, their little bag with their well, oils Well, a lot and of stuff. times
0: people are more comfortable in their homes right. because they're, you know, naked and...
1: Well, and with massage, I think it tends to work a little easier I mean, they do have to be cautious still Mm -hmm. because you can, and so most of my clients who have done traveling massage end up only taking referrals exactly, um, and build their clientele that way. But I have heard of people doing, I know people who do um, hair that way, Mm -hmm. you know, they might go generally not just to anybody's home, but they'll go to the nursing homes or they'll go to the hospital.
0: Yeah. There's a few people in town who actually travel from nursing home to nursing home.
1: Yep. And you know, that makes perfect sense. Waxing makes really no sense to me, but I have taught. I have seen some where some of you ladies and gentlemen are doing like, I've seen like a mobile van where people basically. I've heard of a See, couple I don't people know if that's legal here. See, and I don't know that that's legal here too because I've seen for other states, other states where people will do basically like the, you Not know, like
0: you're the mobile nail tech,
1: right? And you, but they have a van. You're you kind the of mobile. Which sounds a little weird to me, like, come in my van and let me wax you. (laughs) But I'm sure they're beautiful. Yeah. It's just you have to look at your state regulations. Yes. Because on that one, states are all very different.
0: And then you also need to look at cost effectiveness.
1: Yes. Because if you're like, well, I will drive to people, but you're in a huge city and you get three people in and you have worked now 10 hours because you're driving. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you charging like $300 a wax so you can make some money? Yeah. Because your time is also worth it, even though you're only with that well, client for an hour. Yeah,
0: even like depending on travel time. Yes. And then you have to think like, you know, uh, how cost effective it is for me to heat. Is it for me to heat my wax in this van? Right. You know, like you have to, there are things you have to look at. And um, I'm not saying, you know, don't, don't do, don't it, do it. I am saying just do it cautiously. If you're yeah. going to do it, really do the research, really look into it and find out. Right you know, how cost-effective it actually is. I think for some people, it's extremely cost-effective. It's amazing. I mean, nail techs, if I were just doing manicures and I only had to carry, you know, maybe like a polish line, it would be extremely cost-effective for me to do.
1: Well, but that also depends on how much you have to travel.
0: And that is true. You know, if you live in a place like we live, you can usually get from one side of town to the other in about 15 or 20 minutes. Right. So I can get a lot done. Right. But if you live in New York City, unless you have clients that are all clustered in one area, right. which would be the best way to do it, right? Um, you are not going to make as much money. Well, It's going to take you forever to get to where you need to go.
1: Really the biggest thing though, you have to see what your state allows. Yes, But second, really make sure that you're going to make money doing that. Yeah. And how exhausted are you going to be traveling all day long? Do you like driving? Mm -hmm. Because you could be like, well, this sounds like a great idea. But then you get behind the car and after a week or behind the wheel and after a week, you're like, oh, my gosh, I really hate driving this much. Yeah. Or in the winter. The winter's here. I would be like, "Uh, I'm not driving to your house.
0: Well, no. And see, like I actually had had a job where I had to drive three times a week to places out of our city. Like I had to drive two hours. It was terrible.
1: She'd go and I was like, "Uh," because I don't like to drive in the winter. winter. And our roads are terrible here because a lot of them are two lane. And They can be. When it, all the ones that I traveled on were too late. I know. So I'm having a panic attack for her. <laughs> so I'm like, call me when you get there. Yeah. And she's like, okay, mom.
0: Yeah. It but was really weird. It, but it's I not ended, weird. No. But I ended up quitting because I was like, this sucks. Well, and it wasn't cost effective. Oh, no. Like, I they were not compensating me for no. the wear and tear on my car or my gas.
1: Right. So you have to remember, you're spending gas money. You're spending wear and tear on a vehicle. Mm-hmm. You now have to have a setup in a vehicle. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. So is traveling worth it? We were just, you know, talking, you know, that people do, there are people who go from nursing home to nursing home.
0: And I think that that's actually fairly cost effective.
1: Well, because you're probably going to go, and a lot of um, like assisted livings actually have a salon in them. And they They usually, and- someone actually just works and there are a couple of people. Or the people
0: who work in the salon are able to go room to room because right. there's people who cannot get right. to the salon.
1: But they can actually, they're already there. Right. But I do know of stylists who will be like, okay, today I go to this nursing home facility and this one. So that is cost effective because they are in one place. And for you the do day. it
0: one, it's one day a week. Yep. You visit this facility.
1: Yep. And massage therapists will do that a lot. Mm-hmm. They'll be mm-hmm. like, well, I'm here doing chair massages mm-hmm. all day. They're mm-hmm. not... So just make sure that you're looking at all of the other things.
0: So- well, all of your options. Make yep. sure that you have researched all of the options that have to do with what you're wanting to move right. into. If you're not wanting to do a traditional salon or booth rent, then you really need to start looking at what what the pros and cons are for all of these different ways right. that you can do things. because. As awesome as it might be like, oh, well, I wouldn't be strapped down to a salon, and I wouldn't have to pay rent, and I wouldn't have to do this, and I wouldn't have to do that.
1: Yeah, cars aren't cheap to fix either. No,
0: and you, and you, you know, there are a lot of pros and cons to whether or not that's something that you should do where you live, what your regulations are, or are is it going to, are they, do they make it so hard?
1: Well, or is that really the lifestyle you want to lead? Mm-hmm. To be like, you literally, you're driving the whole time, or would you rather be in a salon where you're like, oh, I can book out an hour for lunch, and... You know, I can be around some other, I can watch these girls who are amazing and maybe learn something from them and I can, so you just really need to.
0: Well, and you'll have to be aware, like yeah. driving around and doing that, or you know, traveling to do your thing, that is going to be a referral business for one thing. Right. And Because
1: there's a safety issue. There is. I mean, sadly, our world is just not what it was even 20 years ago. No. You know, so there is a safety issue. Yeah. And you have to look at that too. So I just want to make sure that you are all thinking you're not jumping into this with a fear and make sure that it's not the root of it. If you're like, no, I'm super excited about this. But if you really meditate on what your why is, if it Mm -hmm. comes down to, well, I'm afraid to open up something that they're going to shut me down again and I'm not going to be able to afford it. But. Are you going to be able to afford whatever loan you had to take out or whatever to build this truck? And
0: Well, not even that, but if you hate this yeah. and it makes you want to quit the business entirely, was that worth it? Right.
1: So really sit down and on all of this, think about your why for it.
0: It has to be in your heart.
1: Right. It really, really, you have to love it. You have to love where you go to work, if that is your home, if it is a mobile, if it is your salon. If you don't love where you're doing your Um, craft you are not going to love any part of it
0: well and if you love if you love your job and love what you do you never work a day in your life
1: no i honestly i see this week was exhausting Mm -hmm. but i still never after 15 years feel like i'm at work
0: Never. No, I have, cause I have great conversations all day. Yeah. I mean, I may leave and I'm like, oh my God. And I get home and I'm like, I'm so tired. And I will have to tell my kids like, I need 10 minutes yep. for, no one can talk for 10 minutes because that's all I did today was talk. And so I need 10 minutes yep. where there's no talking. And my kids totally understand that. Um, but I still, it still doesn't feel like, I'm not like, oh God, I had to go to work today.
1: I know. No, I wake up. I'm like, oh, it's my day. Got to be to work by nine. Okay, let's do this. Yeah. I'm not, you know, there are days we're all human. There are mm-hmm. days when I'm like, oh my gosh, my new sheets are amazing. Yeah, and I just want to lay here in bed and watch movies all day. And that's just, but I just don't
0: want to go anywhere.
1: That's just a human, like, I just want to lay in bed all day. Yeah.
0: Like I it's, don't even want to go to the grocery store. Yeah.
1: It's not a sad thing. It's not an anything. It's sometimes you're just tired. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with hating your job. It has to do with you're tired. But you know what you do? You put on your, you know, your. Big girl panties. And, and you go to work. And honestly, once I get here, even if I'm having a rough morning. Yeah. My daughter is the slowest person in the whole world mm-hmm. getting ready. So if I'm having a rough morning, plus, you know, she's a preteen. Uh-huh. Um, then I get here. Really, I walk in the door and I'm like, okay.
0: Well, and and then once my first, usually once my first client gets yeah. here, it's you know, like we're just we start talking and
1: all of the other stuff falls
0: away. It does. But but I am doing what I love and I love what I do. And so it's and our space is amazing.
1: Our really our space is like our second home. We have made it into something that really fills our heart. Mm -hmm. Plus we really love the majority of our clients. Mm -hmm. You know, and I really don't ever feel like I'm working other than my hands have told me I'm working because... Yeah, my body's like a yeah. lady. Uh, my hands have started do, have started doing this weird cramping thing. Yep. And But after, you know, 15 years of waxing, they'll do that. So, you know, there's some other things that I've had to also learn to incorporate into my day. Right. But so I just really, really want you to dig really deep on this and make sure that you are doing, making whatever choice it is you're making that's actually best for you.
0: Yeah, make sure it's good for your heart, for your yep. soul, for your life, for your family. Exactly. And
1: then remember, get in the Facebook group, just click on the links in the description. It'll take you to the pay, the Instagram page, the Facebook page, and I believe we put a link on there for the new Facebook group. Mm-hmm. If not, just go on the Facebook page and it'll take you there. It takes you to
0: the link? Yep. So, um, and get on there, ask yeah, questions, get introduce in there. yourself, figure we're, it out. We're really
1: excited to actually talk to you guys. Like, we really like each other, but You know, it'd be really fun to talk to other people (laughs) yeah, and get on the wait list for the course because Mm -hmm. by this time, um, the course will have already launched. Yeah, but
0: get on the wait list for the the next time that it's open to sell so that you can be a part of that, at least do a little bit of research on it, find out what it's all about because it's amazing. Well, and
1: if you get in the Facebook group too, there'll be the links for it and for the you know, you any other things people who are
0: in the class, yep. what it's like and everything. So, you know, don't be shy.
1: Nope. Get in there. We can't wait to meet you and we will talk, to you talk at time. you next time. Yes.